Happy Thanksgiving week, y'all. I feel like the time between now and Christmas speeds by so fast. And even though truly it is my favorite time of the year, I really have not had much time to think about what the holidays will be like with this new normal of mine. The reality is that I'll be spending Thanksgiving and Christmas alone with my family. And while that doesn't feel great, it certainly does feel necessary. That being said, episode six is a rough one. So before we dive in, here's your trigger warning. This episode contains discussions about suicide ideations. Listener discretion is advised. If you or someone you know is struggling with suicidal thoughts, please seek help immediately. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline can be reached at any time at 1-800-273-TALK or contact your local crisis hotline. Mental health is at the core of everything that we do and it heavily impacts the way we see and experience the world. So on a heartfelt note, I want you to remember to do things each day that bring you and only you pure and utter joy. I'm your host, Amanda Arnier, and this is The Dichotomy Diaries. Let's dive in. It's recording. Oh, we live. All right. Okay, so... I'm back. No, there's been like one episode since I had a little hiatus, but we're doing something super cool now. And instead of it just being one host, now I'm kind of going around and letting multiple people in my life interview me, which is kind of cool. And you have like an extra special guest today. Or inter- you're not even a guest. Like you're you're interviewing me. I'm the guest. Yeah. Um, my baby cousin Riley. Oh god. <laughs> like used to change diapers and like, yeah, all of my childhood is with you and your mom and your dad. It's so crazy. So, um, I don't know. Is there anything that you want to say about yourself or about the? the situation right our, our family like you're the first actually you're the first family member that wow it is sharing so if you want to share something you can otherwise we can just dive in um hmm. well i don't really know what to say honestly yeah i'm just like mind blown yeah you're pretty shocked though yeah because when i lived in arizona i feel like we kept in contact but it was like about like major like it was Christmas or it was birthday. Yeah, not like this. Yeah, I think that like you wanted to come out at some for the wedding, right? Yeah, yeah. That's when I was gonna right. come out. Yeah. Was it gonna be you and Maddie? Yeah, That's I was funny. literally just thinking about that. That's really funny, actually. I did. I totally forgot because I was listening to the wedding episode and I was like, we literally would have been there. Yeah. Because when we would have come out, it would have been like. Your wedding would have been, like, three days later or something. Because we were going to stay for, like, a week or something. Yeah, because my mom was in town. Yeah. And I was like, you guys should come. That would be great. Well, hey, you didn't really miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was uh, comical. Um, so, yeah. Let's just kind of recap, like, a little bit of what happened in the last episode. So, the last episode... I, I'm, it ends and I'm in Alabama and I'm visiting with my girlfriend who just had surgery 
and I was like afraid to be there because I felt like if I left the house, like he was going to run away again because yeah. that's like what he does. Mm-hmm. And so part of me was like, I'm going to go to prove to him that like I trust him or that he, he can trust me, that I can trust him. Yeah. That like, I'm, I'm not doing like what you say I'm doing. Like I'm always on your ass and with you 24 seven, even though I was like, I just want to prove it. So I'm yeah. there. Um, I hear him over the dog camera, like talking to a woman and I like message her and all of that. We'll get into that in her episode. Um, but he, instead of like, I was gone for three days instead of just like waiting for me to get home, taking care of our dogs, picking me up from the airport, like a husband should. He literally, like, right before the day I got back, he went and left and drove to Vegas because he had to do, like, life insurance work, quote-unquote. But, like, he's not even doing that anymore. He drove all the way to Vegas? It's not really that far. And, like, he did that so much. Like, that was, like, to me, he would be like, hey, I'm going to go watch the game with, like, Steve. What I don't know. Whoever yeah. his friend is there. And um, I'm like, you know that that's not, like, two streets away, right? Like, he would always talk about Vegas. Like, it was, like, next door. Not the So, how far was the drive I think actually? that, like, the GPS will say four hours and 30 minutes. Oh, okay. Not as far as I thought. Yeah, not, like, super far. But, but still. But still it's far. And, like, if you drive fast, which I, he normally didn't have, like, an electric car or something at the time, like, yeah. it would be four, probably, like, even. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I had to, like come home from the airport, he left the dogs, I think it was for, like, 12 or 12 to, like, 15 hours, like, I was, like, he left in the, he actually left in the middle of the night, the night before I left, which I thought, I'm, like, you're so crazy. So, like, they didn't have food, water? They didn't go out. Didn't go out. Mm -mm. So, when you got home, were they, like, there, there actually, like, there wasn't, like, he probably put food out and water, but they, my dogs can hold it for a long time because they're so big. Yeah. You know? Um, that was okay, but also, I'm like, you're just so irresponsible. Like, you, you have one job, and this week it's to watch the dogs, and yeah. then you have to just dip out on that. And he, he couldn't even do that. So. <laughs> I said to him, I think I remember, like, just one time. Like, you can't go to Vegas just one time. Like, you're so dumb. So that's that's kind of where it ended up. I land, I, I got myself an Uber, because, you know, we have disposable income just all over the place. Um, and... Then I got back, and then, uh, this is the, I think this is probably, in the whole entire story, up until now, it's probably, like, the worst day, slash, two weeks, like, of my relationship, slash, life. Like, it was, it was August 25th. And then, like, let me back up a little bit just to kind of, like, preface too, right? Like, I also talked about in the last episode about how, like, I had one good best friend and she kind of dipped out too. And so now I'm, like, really secluded and alone. (laughs) And, like, I, we live 30, 40 minutes north of where basically everybody else lives. So I'm, I'm in Arizona and I have people there, but they're like, I'm not fucking driving, like... 40 minutes to come have wine with you, dude, like, yeah, and, yeah, it was just, I was really, like, lonely up there, and, like, he was always leaving, so he really pressured me to, like, dump all of my friends 
be like the ones that were left anyways because they're losers and like um so he called them losers mm -hmm. mm-hmm he did and then whenever I would like hang out with these friends or hang out with his like he would hang out with his friends like there was always some sort of like twisted like manipulation that went around with it like I'm I try to make new friends or I go to Alabama to hang out with a, a friend of 10 years and he's like Mm, can you just fucking leave me alone? Like, it's like, you asked me to find new friends or to make better ones. Now I am, and now that's bad. So I pushed away everybody, and now, like, I couldn't win. You're I alone. guess is like, mm. like, there was nothing that I could do right, and it's just crazy. So, August so 25th. Irritating. It, like, it, it made me feel like I was going crazy constantly. Yeah, like, I would too. I... I don't know, like, it's torture because I was always trying to do the right thing. But the right thing kept changing. Like, he was the one that was, like, yeah. holding the goalpost. And it was like, you hit over here, well, now yeah. it's over here. Like, the right thing was never actually the right thing. Right. And, and also, too, whatever he wanted depended on how his mood, like, where he was mentally, like, his mood. Like, was he happy? Was he sad? But you want to know what his mood depended on? Money. Yeah. So if we were broke, if we didn't have any money, if he lost a bunch of money gambling, it was like he was in a shit mood and then he would push that on me and it, nothing I would do would be right. And so what would I do? I would just be like the biggest yes woman of all time. What do you need? How can I help you? Just completely putting myself on the back burner. He literally sounds like bipolar. Something like multiple personalities like, he cannot control his emotions not at all like at all not at all like he says that he doesn't have anxiety and he says that he doesn't have like he doesn't he's like i don't get those like everybody else i'm not fucking stupid and it's like bro you thought you had a chip in your throat when you were getting married no <laughs> dude that's just a panic attack like let, let's call it what yeah, it literally, is there's nothing there yeah there's nothing there so um, August 25th. We got up in the morning. It's just kind of like a regular day. I think we probably had some conversation about me finding out about that. He was talking to that girl. He's like, it's nothing. And I'm like, okay, it's nothing. I know you've talked to her for nine years. Okay, I believe you. But rest assured, dude, my ears were perked the fuck up now because I heard that on the dog cam. I was like, I'm going to put cameras fucking everywhere. Yeah. Like, I put an Alexa over here in the kitchen, and I had the doorbell camera, and, like, I was just on high alert because I knew that I was going to catch something, and I felt it in my bones. Like, I just do. Yeah. So, wake up in the morning. I made him breakfast, or us breakfast. I had an eyelash appointment that day. So I live in North Phoenix. We live in North Phoenix. And my eyelash appointment is in this place called Fountain Hills. Which the distance between is like 50 minutes one way. But like my girl. Damn. She's like legit fucking amazing. Like shout out Maiselin. I love you. Um, I, I, I went there every five weeks or so. And it was always actually really fun going there because... 
my lash girl is just the best. Like, I lay there for two hours and we listen to True Crime Podcast, Mm -hmm. which now is hilarious because she's, like, listening to my podcast. And there has (laughs) never really been a time that I thought that that would be the case because we would just sit here and fucking talk shit about all of these women. Like, how could you be so stupid? Well, (laughs) mm. (laughs) like, it just happens sometimes, I guess. (laughs) So... I kissed, I actually kissed him goodbye and he hugged me. I, I vaguely remember him saying something that was like really sweet and affirming, like you look so beautiful or, or something like that. It wasn't just like a pack and go. And I'm like, okay, I'll be back. So I get in the car, I'm driving to Fountain Hills. I get there, I lay down. Maislin, uh, tapes my eyes shut, you know, and we just turn on a podcast or we were maybe just like talking because we only saw each other like every five weeks. There was always a lot to catch up on. And like in my life in five weeks, like it's a fucking movie. Like literally, literally, like I don't, he probably left me like twice (laughs) in that five weeks I didn't see her. And so when I'm telling her and I'm just like spilling all the tea, she's like, what the fuck dude? So I think anyone is like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, 100%. It's just crazy. I feel like me and her have, like, a very, like, deep connection. And, like, like energetically, she always, before I even say anything, like, she kind of always knows, like, where my mind was at with, like, making a decision. Like, it's not, like, a what the fuck. It's, like, a what the fuck. But, like, I know why. Yeah. Like, very validating mm-hmm. and... and She's just amazing. Well, I'm laying there and my phone is on. So my eyes are taped shut. But like my phone's on my stomach and I think it's probably on vibrate. And like it keeps going off. Okay. And now I'm like having a little bit of PTSD because like I'm thinking that it's my doorbell camera, which when that goes off, that means he's dipping out, right? He's going to be doing something or maybe someone's hurt. I don't know. And she's, and I'm like, do you, can you look at this? And she's like, you're almost done, don't worry. Okay. Just feel like I want to throw up because I just, in my soul, like I knew that there was something wrong. And I think that when I was laying there right before she took the tape off my eyes, I remembered that like two or three days prior to the, the appointment, he was like, hey, when's your lash appointment? Which was like weird. He just randomly asked. Like why, he was planning something. Why do you want why do you want to know? Yeah. But I was like, oh yeah, like it's on Thursday or whatever day that was. So I got the tape off my eyes. Um he was supposed to actually pay her for the lashes for me. Like he was like, mm-hmm. I got your lashes. He may have even booked the appointment. I don't even know everything so like convoluted. But like I pick up my phone and I look and all of the notifications, like I thought, were actually the doorbell camera. Oh, shit. And the last one that I can see, because you get like a thumbnail of like all of the videos, you know, you're like, you can see this person, whatever. Yeah. Like there's some that are video, I could see something and then all the rest are black. Mm-hmm. It's a ring, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fucking weird. Okay. So the last video that you can see anything, this motherfucker comes out of the house and with duct tape and a fucking smirk on his face puts duct tape over the camera. <gasps> yeah. 
No way. I, I swear to God. So you saw him do that? I saw him do it. I have the video. <gasps> I actually just found the video, like, because I could not find it. And I'm like, I need that because I have to post it, like, yeah. for socials. And, yeah. Oh, my God. Can you believe that shit? Because he knew. He knew actually, that I would thus see far, him. Yeah, I can't believe it. Yeah, I, I was just... I don't know. I think that when I saw him do that, it felt different than all the other times where I was like, I need to get home. I need to get home. Like, I need to convince him to stay. Like, I didn't want to convince him to stay because yeah. that was so intense. It's such an intentional act that I was like, no. Yeah, and he clearly didn't want to, at least at that yeah, point. Yeah, and like all of my panic attacks thus far have really been like, they're like fast pace almost. I don't know how to explain it. Like my heart's beating really fast. I really quickly, I get really hot. I can't think my thoughts are racing. Mm -hmm. But like when I saw that, like my stomach ache went away. Like I didn't feel like my heart was racing. I felt almost like the most calm that I've felt in this kind of situation like ever. So I called my friend, the, like the guy that I had met at EDC, um, the ice skater and I was like, what do I do? I sent him the video. I was like, what do I do? Mm -hmm. And he's like, literally nothing. He's like, this is fucking ridiculous. And he's like, you keep doing the same thing. Like, what happens? You get the same result. He's like, do something different. Because, like, I don't know what to tell you. And truth be told, like, this guy, for knowing me for, like, just, like, a few months, right, yeah. has been such a good friend to me with, like, actually allowing me to do things that maybe he doesn't think are right, but justify them to him. And then he's like, okay, but also he'll give me good advice and I'll listen to him. So this time I did. And I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to text him. I'm not going to chase him. Like I knew where he was going, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, he did turn, like he turned his phone, uh, like probably on airplane mode or something. Like I couldn't see his location, but then, um, I also couldn't send texts, so I'm like, okay. So I think he actually, it said that he had removed me from his location, which was a big, like, kind of permanent fuck you. Because in the past, he hasn't ever removed it, he just turns it off. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's weird. And I got back to the house, and I go inside, and it's weird, like, the house is, like, Com a complete fucking disaster and the dogs are like shaking like they don't like apparently he was like grabbing things left and right like trying like he was in a hurry he was in a hurry yeah mm. and <clears throat> the closets are basically empty like of his clothes but he left some stuff he left shoes like toiletries and I'm just like wow he really took a lot like his computer his laptop like all the stuff for him to be able to continue to work of course yeah and I was just like this motherfucker, like, because I'm standing in my office that was my office that I gave up for him, and, like, it's just disheveled and a fucking disaster, and I'm now feeling, like, a little bit, like, anxious because now I'm back in the house, and even though I didn't feel like the house was, like, a pit of energy, because he kept saying that, like, then I kind of started believing, I was like, bad shit been happening in this house, like, how could we be going through everything that we're going through and, like, still love each other, but, like, we can't seem to get through, like, the energy's off. Like, I was just yeah. making fucking excuses left and right. Okay, so at this point, do you still think that what he said is right? 
like all this because he has the bad energy in the house. Do I think that the house is bad energy? Basically, yeah. Like, do you think he's acting the way he's acting in this house because he thinks it's bad energy? Um, I think that he's mentally ill. At that point, I actually thought that he was, he was mentally ill because it was like so perpetual. I did think, and I, but it, that's like two pronged because like, you know, like even here on days when it's gray and gross and then that lasts for five days, like you get sad. Yeah. You know, like the, the weather changes your mood. The weather changes your mood. The lighting, like if, like if there's not a lot of sunshine, like that changes your mood. Yeah. So I kind of was like, well, I know that he is some kind of mentally ill, um, and it's being like 100% exacerbated by the fact that we live in a place where this time of year there wasn't a lot of sun on our windows and we lived away from people. I was just making excuses. Yeah. But, you know, the bad energy was him, dude. <laughs> I know. Do you know, like, you? he's a, he's a black cloud. Because all Literally. I was, like, I'm not kidding, like, and I think that maybe you know me, like, I can be crazy and loud and like like my mom and like our family mm -hmm. but like the Arizona version of Amanda was like really much trying to be better and different and like break that I don't want to be the yellow screamer I throw phones and like hairbrushes I wanted to be you know what I mean like <laughs> I wanted to be like I wanted to change that because I knew when I was little I was like god that sucks I'm never going to be like that and so that's important to me. And I was. So I was like this light. I was like happy a lot. Eternal optimist is what I told people. And then you have this guy who's like, wow, you're so great. I love your light. And what does he do? He like comes over and like puts it out. Essentially. Yeah. And, and keeps repeatedly putting it out. Yeah. Like he's fucking dousing the candle with water. Like it's not ever going to. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not going to say it's never going to light again. Like I'm, I'm lit. But, but yeah, that, that was the problem. The problem was that he just can't, he can never be happy because he's so unhappy with himself. Like, look at all the stuff he does. Yeah. You sold your soul to the devil. Like, that's it. You can't get it back. Um, so this is actually going to be fun because I didn't text him intentionally I was told not to. It was a little bit difficult, I'm not going to lie, because I want to say so many things. Like, the duct tape oh, yeah, thing, sure. I wanted to be like, you fucking stupid piece of shit. Like, I wanted to be like, do you think that I didn't? I don't have other cameras from different angles? Because I did. Yeah. And then I looked at those, and I was like, God, he's so dumb. I'm always, like, two steps ahead of him. And also thinking, like, I shouldn't have to be two steps ahead of my husband. This is crazy. Why am I living this game? Okay, so do you, but do you actually think like he was stupid in those moments, or he knew what like he knew that you would watch, and he just I put think it over because he knows how to get you wound up. Both, I think I don't know if he knew that about the other cameras. Like, yeah, there was an Alexa, but like, yeah, I don't know if he knew that it could like do a drop in. He's not smart. I didn't know that. He's not smart in that regard. That like, aspect, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I don't text him. And I'm at home, sitting on the couch, I'm like, I'm going to be real sad later. Like, once it's nighttime and I have to go to bed and he's not there, I'm just, like, 
awaiting the depression to kick in and like I don't know like should I take a Xanax I I just feel like should I drink some wine I think I ran to the gas station and went in and got a pack of cigarettes like I was like in a nightgown like I was like the most fucked up yeah and I I just I didn't want to be alone whatever laying with my dogs so I <laughs> I get a notification on my phone. At this point, I don't. I truthfully don't know how my phone doesn't like completely trigger me anytime it vibrates. But um, I got a notification on my phone, and we have this app that's called the Paired app. Have you ever heard of it? No. So it was his idea, and it basically is like all day long. You can answer like questions and do like quizzes. It's, a, it's like a psychology app, like okay. a counseling app for couples, uh, you know, husband and wife, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you answer, it gives you a prompt, you answer the prompt, and then your partner says, so-and-so answered a question. You can't see the answer until you answer. Okay. So it's kind of a little game. Yeah. And he bought like a year subscription to it, and I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, you're trying. Because, that's so nice, yeah. Yeah, right? Going to a, a therapist was always really difficult because we're out of our network or whatever so he sends i get a notification from the parent app and i see that he's answering questions and i'm like what the fuck do you mean you're like he's answering counseling like couples therapy questions you just dipped out yeah what and I took, like, a screenshot because they were, they were coming in. Like, he would only, during the week, maybe answer one or two. Meanwhile, yeah. like, I would do, like, 47 because it was fun for me. <laughs> but I'm like, this can't be possible. Like, this is actually wild. Oh, weird. I just answered one and he's going to get a notification. Oh, that's weird. You just did that right I just now? did it on accident. Yeah, that's so <laughs> funny. And actually... If look, he still has the app. He probably doesn't have the app, but his account is still in here. Oh, is it, like, connected to your email or something? And yeah, like probably. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's going to say... Like, That's di- so awkward. <laughs> I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> yeah, so you have to, like, make usernames. So in here, um, my username is throatgoatdyson3300. Wow. That's what he had. That was what he picked. And then his, for me, is it says Big Dick. So I just clicked Very a button. Very I just clicked a button, and it was, like, waiting for Big Dick's answers. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. Okay, so I'm trying to get to these questions that he answered because this was truthfully wild that he was sending this shit. I wish I could actually see his reaction when he gets that notification. <laughs> I wish I could see any reaction. He's probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> I want to see his reaction to basically everything that All I've it, done yeah. in the last two months. Yeah. Oh, you thought I wouldn't do anything successful with my life? Weird. Special guest, Dick. Weird. Okay, where are these? This is June, April, March, It's so strange because I know that they go back further, but for some reason. So did you get this, like, when you guys first got together? No. Or was it, like, after you got married or something? It was, like... I think it was before we got married. Like, when he started having, like, cold feet or whatever, like, I think mm-hmm. it was maybe when he went to Florida. And I was like, we need to do something because something's not right. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's one. 
Who do you think should pay for date nights? His answer, big dick, duh. My answer, whoever's idea it was to go out in the first place. So like, now keep in mind, I didn't answer these until like the next day. Yeah. I mean, these are all coming through like these types of prompts. Um, what helps you calm down during an argument? His answer, change of environment. <laughs> like, hmm. That's why he's just a runner. Like, change of environment. Um, are you a lover or a fighter? And he says, lover. Definitely not. <laughs> Describe your partner's job in four words. And he said, stepping stool for better. Which I'm like... You got me the most fucked up if that was, like, He's an like insult. Is that an insult or, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, like, very weird. Um, let's see. Tap to see answer. Um, this was, like, how do you manage your partner's jealousy? And he answered, um, my partner rarely gets jealous. It isn't an issue. So, like, as you can see, everything that he's putting in, like, these this app... It's like good, there's like good stuff, you know, like there's nothing. Like they're decent responses. They're decent responses, yeah, and it's not like, I don't know. Which is so weird because that is not who he is at all. Exactly. Like, do you believe in fate? Why or why not? He goes, fate is superseded by our ability to choose. Free agency makes fate impossible because if things were foretold, then we don't actually have the agency, which is why Jesus died for our sins. Like, that answer does not align with a person who intentionally waited till my eyes were taped shut to put duct tape on the door and yeah. abandon his wife. Right? Right. Is it multiple personalities? Like what is the what is the problem here? I mean it could definitely be. It's, I, it's just like crazy. It's, it's so weird. Like, he thinks, like, he literally thinks this is, like, a movie or something. I think he thought it was a game. Or a game, yeah. That's a better way to describe it. I mean, maybe it will be a movie, but, like, he ain't getting paid from it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, like, a do it for the plot kind of thing. Yeah. Thank you! We got a plot. Who would you have play you? This is a side note really quick. Me? Yeah. If this were a movie. Mmm... That's a good question because I. Who yeah. would who would you have play me? I was gonna say I feel like. I feel like it could be two people. Mm-hmm. One of them we do you know who Neve Campbell is? Yeah, I think she kind of looks like it's like I she actually have heard a, that before. A vibe of you. Yeah. Or like Megan Fox, just because like your hair, you guys, yeah, kind of look alike. The only things Megan Fox has gross thumbs. You ever see her thumbs? No, I they're don't. Like, they're I like, don't look at her hands. You but. should, because you'll you'll never look at her the same. She has like toe thumbs, but yeah, Megan Fox would be a like good hitchhiker one. thumbs. They like no, it like stops the nails like like short. Ew, but like a was, big toe. Yeah, kind of. Oof. Ew. I mean, like it's a thing. People have them, but like yeah. it looks weird because all of her other fingers are regular and she's very dainty and cute. Uh, yeah, she's like this sexy type of person. Yeah. Like, she's there's another them. actress that I always think about, but oh my god. Like, I like Liv Tyler. Oh, you know what? 
Fuck this. I know exactly who I'd want to play me. Who? Sandra Bullock, bitch. Oh my god, good Fucking one. mic drop. Right? Good one. Like the blind yeah. side Sandra Bullock. Miss That's Congeniality Sandra Bullock. I don't know. Practical Magic? Good one. I don't... I know that I, I don't... I think that one's perfect. I know that I don't look like her, but like mentally... In, I mean, I, kind of. I, I, in my head, I do. We're twins. Yeah. <laughs> We're definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that would be a good one. I think that was a good answer. And, um, yeah, who would play Dick? I don't know. Someone ugly. And, and... But, like, he's a quote-unquote attractive No, I know. Guy. I'm saying that because, like, I would want to just hurt his feelings really bad. Yeah, like, I would put someone that was the so most not friendly. him. Yeah, because if I'm going to put somebody who actually looks like him, people would be, people say that he looks like Bradley Cooper. People say that he looks like, like, um, uh, who's the guy that plays Thor? Like... Like that guy. Oh, Hemsworth. Yeah, like all the time. I don't see that one, but I feel like there was he, like a Channing Tatum a vibe mixed with Bradley Cooper was always what he got. I don't see Channing Tatum, but I feel like he could be a youngish looking Bradley Cooper. Yeah, there's something about like like, like without the facial hair. Yeah, like right the here. Nose. This is like yeah, yeah, very. Hmm. I don't yeah. know. I just know that he's not getting any royalties <laughs> because who's Dick? I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> so, I went to sleep that night, and I, I'm telling you, like I said, this was, like, the worst day for me of all time. Like, I laid in my bed, and I was just so sad, and I think that I had taken, like, 0.5 of Xanax, and normally, like, 0.25 would knock me out, and I'd be sleeping till the morning, but I had 0.5, and I like, could not fall asleep still. I'm, like, kind of shaking. Like, Monza jumps up onto the bed. And so we have a big king-size bed, so I'm in the middle. Monza jumps up on one side, Carrera jumps up on the other side, and they kind of, like, sandwich me because I was, like, crying. They basically had me in a Great Dane mom sandwich. And truth be told, like, they are very, like, observant of my mood all the mm -hmm. time. And in, in that moment, laying in my bed, I remember just crying and then stopping and then just be, like, staring I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to look at my phone. I was like, what is the point? Like, like just kind of reflecting because at this moment also, while I got those paired apps and it's like, maybe he's going to come back. I don't know. I'm like thinking like, I shouldn't let him. And like, well, what does that mean then? If I don't let him, then I literally like, I have no money. I have no friends. I can't afford to like live even in Arizona anymore, let alone, like, maybe even by myself anywhere. Yeah. So it was a really, like, sad moment for me because I kind of just did this full reflection of where my life was at that point, and I'm like, hmm, not, not very like, good. How did this happen? Like, why, why am I still here? Like, what is the point? If I haven't, because I used to pray on my knees every single night. Every, I think I did that night, too. Like, like, children's book. And I'm like, why, God? Like, why is... Why... Don't you, like, do some, like something for me? Like, stop him or make him not come back or, like, make this easier on me. Like, take this yeah. all away from me because I am being very, very, like, trusting with just, like, my heart and all of that stuff. And I, I just was... I, my faith was, like, so shattered. Like, I was so... I was so fucked up. And I, you know, like, I know we'll have to put a trigger warning on it, but like, I really didn't want to be alive. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I don't, I don't. 
I don't want to be here. And also there was like these thoughts in my head where like I wasn't communicating with him and maybe he wouldn't like communicate back with me like who really knows but I was like I wonder if I got like really badly hurt and like the hospital called him like what would he do what would he do would he be like oh my god fuck I fucked up that's my wife like those were the thoughts I was having like oh I'm driving in a car just get into a car accident just to see if he cares. Like, that's how my brain was. And, you know, I finally fell asleep, but, like, having those thoughts, those are really, like, the last things that I... Re- the last, like, thought process that I remember having that day. And I woke up, and the sun was shining in, and Monza's, like, head was, like, I don't know, kind of, like, right here. He was, like, laying, like, hella, hella hard, like, pushing down on me. Yeah. And I just thought, I was like, you know what? Don't ever go there in your head ever again, Amanda. Because if you're not here, who's going to take care of Monza? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then I'm like, I can't. Like, that's... I never was... I don't think that I was ever, like, suicidal. But definitely, like, ideations. I was like, why am I here? Makes no sense. What? There's no point. What's my purpose? Don't have one. Yeah. I mean, like... I feel like anyone in that position would have those... Like... Thoughts, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like... Because <laughs> it's like fucked up shit. It's really fucked up. You're being tortured over and over and over again. Like, why do you think that people that are like war criminals and stuff like give up? And like, you know, like... Yeah. They, they divulge the information. I don't know, because they're doing... Like, it's not the same as being water tortured, you know? But it mentally... Mental stuff is sometimes even worse. Yeah. So, um... I actually, like, went about the day. I think that I tried my best to actually work. I'm still working at Paycheck, so I was, like, sitting at the counter just kind of, like... And I'm not talking to anybody because I'm, like, embarrassed that this happened again, which is another thing. Like, I'm fucking embarrassed. Oh, I would be. Like... Like, no offense, but, like... No, no... I would be, too. I was so embarrassed, and I'm, like, I don't know who I'm supposed to tell. Like, who can I talk to? I already had talked to my, you know, my ice skater friend, and, like, that's good. We're we're FaceTiming and audio messages and whatever, but that was, like, my only line. Like, that's all I had. And I don't think that I had told my mom that he left. Like, I'm pretty sure that I didn't, because, again, when he left before the wedding... She was like, this is fucked up. Like, if he does this again, like, oh, man. Like, are you sure, like, that you trust him? And I was like, he's not going to do it again. He's not going to do it again. And here we are. And here we are. So, I actually got a text from him that day. Which is weird, because normally it would be me begging. And then now he's answering therapy questions and texting me. And he texted me something along the lines of him needing space. And he said... As it stands right now, I already know I want to stay married to you and that things just need to change. We are both flawed, yet amazing people who love each other, so we can probably figure it out. Okay, so you just get married, and then he asks for space. Yep. That literally makes no fucking sense. Like, why? Yeah, why? Like, what happened? I I think that, like, his need for space comes from his inability to be honest because the space what what would he do with the space well 
he would go to the gym for three hours and talk on the phone for 90 minutes to some girl. We couldn't do that in front of me. Yeah. So the space, it was like, he was putting it on me that I was being overbearing and like hovering when really in reality he was just doing deceitful things and he wanted the freedom to be able to do that. Correct. Like not like I was, I was just being a wife. Like yeah. I, I did everything for him. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that I texted him back. I'm like consulting with my friend and I'm like, ah, oh, what do I say? And should I answer back and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, like just, just leave it. So after like two days of not speaking, I texted him back and I said, um, I'm an authentic human. I'm not going to pretend like I don't miss you. I don't play games. I'm 31. I miss waking up to you and feeling safe because of my husband. Like, I love you. I don't mind that you're gone. Because at that point, I had got, I had read the message. I was like, okay, he's saying he needs space. He still wants to stay married. So I'm like, I don't mind that you're gone. Mm -hmm. But I did, right? I'm saying what I think that he wants to hear. Yeah. I'm like, I don't mind that you're gone at all, but I would be fake as fuck to sit here and lie to you that your absence doesn't matter. I picked you and no one else for a reason. And so I had, when I saw that he turned his location off, I turned mine off because I was like, fuck this. Like, I'm not fucking around. Like, this time we're going to do things differently. I said, I'll turn my location on now so you don't worry. Which, like, he's not worried. I was going to say, I don't think he's worried. No. I don't even know if he ever looked at my location once. Like, truthfully. Yeah. And that'll give you a really good, like, view into, like, who cares, you know? Yeah. Um, I said, I'll turn my location on now so you don't have to worry. I love you, but I have to get out of here. And his reply was, I'm not playing games with you. I love you. I'm not fucking around with you. So I just couldn't be in that house. I, it was our home, you know, like he still has stuff there. It's an empty bed. I don't want to cook for myself. I'm barely eating, like barely sleeping, barely eating. Yeah. I'm just like a wreck. And I think that, like, we were actually supposed to be going, like, camping. Because we got a bunch of camping stuff for our wedding. Like, that was also his idea. He's like, I want to go I want to go camping more. And I'm like, okay. So on our registry, we had a tent. And we had uh, just, you know, all the shit. Yeah. So. To do I, fun things To together. do fun things together. To yeah. unplug. Like, maybe I could take him somewhere where there's no service. And not because I wanted to murder him. But because I just wanted quality time. Like, and, like, to see who he actually yeah, you like, know, can, like try to get to that. For depth. three days, could you without a, be without a cell phone and be without gambling and just be with me? Because I think that really would have given me a good indicator of how my life was going to be moving forward. Yeah. And I tried, but it just like never, he, he never let me do that. And it would, it would be like hard to tell because like you don't know if he is being genuine or not because he said all this genuine shit at the wedding and now he's gone again. Right. So it's like, literally, you can never trust him. I mean, he said at the wedding, I'm never leaving you. Right. And here we are. Bruh. Right after. Bruh. He's gone. Yeah. Crazy. I just don't, I don't think that he understands, like, what promises and, like, responsibility yeah, like he is. Thinks, he thinks, like, commitments are, like, bullshit, basically. Right. But that's his word. And to be, like, yeah. he he's... In front of, like... In front of everybody everyone. who's still around, like, your family, like, our church leaders, our closest friends, like... The bishop. The, yeah, like, the bishop. Like, to me, men have integrity. And integrity means, like, doing what you say that you're gonna do. And doing yeah. it with 
good intentions and you know it's going to be hard maybe to make some decisions and to do things right all of the time but if you're a man and have integrity you will he's not he's not he has the least amount like zero integrity zero responsibility zero accountability too and he has like no empathy either no like he he's doing all this stuff and does not give a single shit how you're feeling back at home like, True. yeah, he sent you the text, but, like, he doesn't care. Right. And how about, like, even take it a step further than that, too? Like, not just how I feel, but, like, how about how my family feels? How yeah. about how his family... I'm close as fuck with his mom. Yeah. I talk to his mom for... When we're on the phone, it's, like, two-hour calls, like, once a week. I'm closer to his mom than I am with some of my family, and certainly closer than he is to his mom. So, like, how... By hurting me... You're hurting everybody who has chosen to believe in you. And to not see that 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 hurt, that's a sociopath. Yeah. So, I mean, empathy is something that I always really, like, tried to get him to understand. Mm -hmm. But, like, they, they can't. And that's the thing that, like, I had to realize about people who are sociopathic or have, uh, you know... Um, what is what is it? Narcissistic personality disorder is like the concept doesn't exist. It's not like this is a table. We call it table in English, it's Spanish, it's Mesa. No, they're like this doesn't matter to them. Yeah. They don't know the word because they doesn't fucking matter. And they don't they don't care enough to, yeah, they don't care. to figure it out. A hundred percent. So I just decided that I wanted to go camping. And I knew that I wanted, there's two reasons why I wanted to do it. The first reason was because I wanted to get out and I like nature and I like wanted, I wanted to see if that could be healing for me to like not be checking social media. Like yeah. where is he? Like to uh, unplug. To un, for me to unplug, like could I do that? But then also like he had my location. I wasn't telling him where I was going. I wasn't telling anyone, my mom, mm-hmm. nobody where I was going. And so I had, like, it's almost manipulative, but this is how you get when you're, like, fucking abused. I was like, if I go up there and then, like, at some point him or my mom or somebody, like, look at my location and they see that I'm in the middle of the fucking forest in Happy Jack, Arizona, (laughs) someone is going to freak out. They're probably like, what the fuck? She's getting murdered. Like, seriously, someone is going to freak out. And, like, I just wanted somebody to, like, care. And that's so sad, but, like, I wanted somebody to, to be, like oh my God, I'm insanely worried about Amanda because no one has been insanely worried about me, I feel like, this mm-hmm. whole time. Everyone's like, she's strong, she can handle it. She's gone through a lot before, she'll get through it. Yeah. Including him. Like. Yeah, more, more than anything, you wanted him to care. Yeah, I, I certainly wanted him to care. And I knew, because you know my mom, I knew that she would look at the location. And because I didn't yeah. tell her, I... I was almost positive what her next step would be, and that would be to call him. And I didn't tell I didn't tell her that I was that he had left. So think about like that. So that's actually what happens. And I couldn't have planned it better myself. <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like so she called him. So I go up there. I set up the tent. I have this amazing video. It's like a, a time lapse of me putting the tent up all by myself. Like mm-hmm. I'm a bad bitch. Like I used to fish <laughs> with my dad. Like I, yeah, we we can do that kind of stuff. And 
it's all cozy. I have like a bed in there. There's these twinkle lights. There's like, it's like I have my books and I'm out there. I make a fire. Cool. Well, I have no service. Yeah, sorry. I have no service. Like at all. My, to, I to shared, yeah, like I shared my, my location was on and, but I didn't have any service. So like, I don't, maybe she saw, I don't know. She saw that I was in the forest somewhere, but so it's, I'm getting service kind of sporadically and we have a group chat where it's like my mom and Dick and me. And so all of a sudden I get a bunch of text messages in the group chat and my mom is like, why is Amanda in the forest? What the fuck? Have you talked to her? Dick. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not there. And she's like, what do you mean you're not there? And he's like, I, I'm not with her. I think maybe, maybe she went camping. We were supposed to go camping. And he's like, she's like alone. And he's like, I don't know. And then he starts texting me separately and was like, are you okay? Didn't answer. I'm concerned. But no he's answer. not really. But he's not. But this felt kind of like different. Like it felt like my my little scheme worked, right? Yeah. Um. And so, I don't know. That it, it makes me. I feel like bad saying that I did that, but at the same time, I was like, "Y'all play fucking games with me every day." Like, yeah. I and you kind of wanted him to be concerned about you, though. Mm-hmm. So like, because this if was this different. is what you had to do, then this is what you had to do. But he caused that. So like, and every single time before that, this I've always done the same. I chase. I beg, please come back. Blah blah blah. This time. Everything I was doing was different. I was disappearing. I was this. I was that. So, um... You wanted him to chase you this time. Yeah. Basically. Dude, I don't know. Fuck, it might be nice. Yeah. <laughs> like... You're tired of doing all yeah, the work. Yeah, like, it's just so... It's so insane that that's, like, even... A, this, this, is a, this is a game. This is a game that people talk about when, you're, when they date. Like, you shouldn't be playing this game when you're married. Especially no. after everything. Just no. So I was up there and again, like the service is spotty in and out, in and out. And I think that I ended up looking on like Instagram or something. And I noticed on his Instagram that he like fucking removed his Instagram used to say like loving father, husband, like man of God, or I don't, I don't know exactly what it said, but it definitely said husband. And now I look at it and doesn't say husband. So he removed the word husband from his bio. What? Why is that? Like, it's so, like, it's small. It's your your Instagram bio you change? Yeah. Like, are... Why, though? Why? Exactly. Like, what are you doing? You said you know that you still want to stay married. So, like... He's, I, he's literally lying to everyone. He's lying to everybody. You, including, and including himself. Himself, for sure. Like, the most lying to himself. Yeah. Um... But I ended up getting a text, the last text of the night, and it was like, I'm worried. I hope you're safe and warm. And truthfully, I'm not, I'm not going to fucking lie about this. I was not warm, and I was fucking scared. I was so scared. Well, yeah, you're alone. Yeah, but I'm not normally, like, scared when I'm alone. But, like, something about, like, me realizing I didn't have actual service and that it was super spotty... Like, I was like, oh, like, like this kind of scary. Happened. Yeah. And the desert, like, this is, like, the high desert, so it's it looks like the forest, but it gets so cold at night. Like, yeah. 
it's August and down in the valley it's a hundred and something, but up here it was probably forty degrees. And while I packed a bunch of like blankets and had like long underwear and like three pairs of socks, I had to like invite Monza and Carrera onto the air mattress to like keep me warm. And so at yeah. like probably three o'clock in the morning, I was like fucking through in the town, like fuck this shit. Ripped down the tent. Like I was there for like maybe twelve hours. Yeah. Ripped down the tent put it in, get the dogs in, and then I just headed back down to the valley. I was proud of myself, though. Like, I did the tent. I thought about what I wanted to happen with, you know, where's Amanda? That happened. And I feel... I don't want to go back to the house, but I know that I have to because I'm literally freezing. Mm-hmm. So, it's probably, like, what, like an hour and a half drive back down and I'm just like thinking in the car and I'm like okay he says he's gonna come back but like would that even really make sense logically if I'm doing things different this time normally I would say okay come back we're gonna make things work and then what would always happen was that we didn't know how to make things work because the situation's so fucked up so we would just get back in the cycle and end up in the same place yeah I'm like I need to throw a wrench in this machine like what Maybe it is the house. Maybe we need to get the fuck out of the house. Okay, well, what does it look like to to break a lease? I don't know, but I was going to look it up. Also, we don't have any money. Still, no money. And I just started to think about all of, like, the things that we had. We had a three-bedroom townhouse. Mm -hmm. And I had two storage units full of, like, stuff. Yeah. And I had a bunch of wedding stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, I need something to do right now. Because I'm going to go crazy while he's gone if I keep fucking thinking about it. And so I decided that I was going to have, like, an estate sale of our house. (laughs) Really? Yeah. That's crazy. And I, like, for... I actually have have to preface this by saying, like... The day that I got back from, like, the camping, like, Happy Jack, Arizona, Mm -hmm. I called my boss at Paychex, and I was like, listen, flat out told her, like, he left. Yeah. So, like, does she know? He worked there. Like, yeah, does she know, like, anything that's been going on? Or was it just, like, right now you're like, he's gone, whatever. So, this actually was the only occasion that I had told her that anything was going on. Like, I think maybe she... So, he worked in a different, like, division, but we all worked in the Phoenix office. So, like, we did sometimes happy hour or whatever together, and and everyone would be, like... overlapped. (laughs) Yeah, it'd be, like, it's so weird you guys are married, like, and work here. And, like, it's... Because we got hired relatively the same time, like, a few months lag in between. But I was, like, listen... He just left. Like, and I'm a mess. And she was a really good boss in that she said, oh my gosh, I'm like, I can't even imagine. And I'm so sorry. Like, why don't you take some time? Like, how much time do you need? And I'm like, well, how do you answer that? Yeah, like. How do you know when you're going to be okay yeah. from this kind of situation? Because you don't know if he's coming back. I don't know. I can't. I think, you don't know where he is. You don't know what he's doing. Truthfully, too, like, do you err on the side of, like, caution and say like I'm gonna go on like he's not and then if he does then I'll be surprised yeah or do I then everything changes if you think that way right then because also my mental health like being where it was at if I put myself there in that like pessimistic mindset 
I knew that, like, I, it was not good. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, because I, like, I don't know how many days have gone by now at this point. I haven't fucking eaten. Like, I, I just, I was smoking cigarettes, like, and, yeah, it was just a big fucking mess. But she was, like, yeah, why don't you take, like, seven days and... I feel like, you know, at the end of seven days, like, a lot of things change really fast when stuff like this happens, which is true. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, she's like, at, on day seven, like, in the morning, like, let me know if you need more time, and if you do, um, we can look at, like, FMLA, Family Medical Leave Act, or, um, short-term disability. And I'm like, okay, like, that sounds good. So I was... So you would qualify for the, the disability thing? Yeah, so my... So, my anxiety from being abandoned so many times was, like, really, really bad. Like, it was, like, debilitating. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't... My stomach hurt, like, just... You couldn't do anything. I, it like was, like, numb. almost, like, freeze mode. You ever, yeah. like... You, you're just, like, I can't think. I can't do anything. I don't know what to do, so I'm going to do nothing. Yeah, and your mind is racing, and you're, you're just panicking. Yeah. That's how I got, like, a lot. A lot. Because there were so many things that would set me off. The doorbell. Uh, he had these two gray bags that he would always put his stuff in when he abandoned me. Mm-hmm. And so when he would come back, this is funny, I forgot about this. Um, I would take those bags and I every time he came back, I emptied his bags. Because I'm like, I'm you're, you're staying. Yeah. And um, I, re- I would hide those bags. I literally took both of, like a backpack and a duffel bag. And I would, like, hide them. They, the bags just triggered the fuck out of me. I'm like, if I have to see them laying on the floor, like, I'm just going to full-blown body sweats. So I, like, did that. If he if his laptop wasn't in the same place that it was the night before, because he always takes his laptop when he left, immediate panic sweats. Like, weird shit. But, this like... like, crazy. Justifiable. Just like, he just, like, did not give a single fuck. I mean, like... But, like, look at the position that he put you in. I know. And it's not like... Like, you, you literally had to hide the bags. hmm Because you were afraid he was going to leave again. Yeah. That's he would always use the wagon, too, at the front door. And, like, to, like, part bring of, stuff out. To bring stuff from the house mm-hmm. to the car, because our place was really in the back corner. And, like, part of me wanted to... I just wanted to throw the wagon in the dumpster. My mom had bought it for me. It was a gift. I loved it. It helped me with groceries. Mm -hmm. But I, like, wanted to get rid of it because I wanted to get rid of any possible aid for him to, like... To leave. To leave. So, yeah, I mean, that's... That's just, like, so fucked up. But I... So, yes, I would qualify for short-term disability because I had been working at the company for six months or whatever it was. And I have really bad anxiety that I had been going to a doctor for that had diagnosed like generalized anxiety disorder Mm -hmm. so all I needed was to have that diagnosis and then send that in because after seven days like from the day that I told her about what had happened till seven days later that whole week all I was doing was like taking pictures of everything in our home and I was in this space where I was like the less we have, the easier it'll be. And I have, like, really nice furniture. Like, mm-hmm. really good stuff that I got with my ex. I was, like, custom. And, you know, this is what a good person does when you break up. Like, he gave me all of our furniture that he purchased for our home. 
and yeah. I have it. It's really big and just like really sturdy stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's in our home not being appreciated. And I was like, okay. So I sold like basically all of the furniture or was, I was putting it up on like Facebook, like marketplace and whatever and decided, you know what, an estate sale is probably the best way to do it because I don't want to like have to meet people with a picture here and go there and like whatever. Yeah. So I made an ad that I was having an estate sale like the following weekend and I'll do like Thursday through Sunday. And I, so I started like taking everything that was small and bringing it out into the garage because we had that separate garage that he made us get. Well, now his car's gone, so it's empty. Mm -hmm. So I, like, set it up literally like a garage sale in there and put little, like, colored stickers on everything, and it was very process-driven and organized, which made me feel really good and not... Like, I was focused on something. Yeah. and Something other than... Right. It was keeping me busy. It was, like, 120 that week, which was insane. I'm like, of course, like... The week that I decide to do the estate sale. Is the hottest fucking 120. This is fucking wild. Um, But yeah, seven seven days passed by and I was like, yeah, I do need need more time. And with short-term disability, you can take it... I don't don't know what the limit... I think you can take it up to like 90 days maybe. Mm. And then you'd have to like apply for long-term. But she's like, okay, yeah, it's good. Okay, so, so... After the seven days, he's still not home. No. Nope. Like, have you spoken or anything? I think that he had reached out and was, like, acting kind of normal. Like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. Which, I didn't know where he was. I had seen him, like, camming. And I could, and, like, in the, like, you're camming, right? So, like, he's in a bedroom. Like, yeah. I didn't recognize the bedroom. And I eventually found out that it was he was staying at his friend's house that he's had for a really long time, that he lived there once upon a time when he broke up with another girlfriend, not Matt, not any of the other people that we've talked about, but a different guy, an older gay gentleman who's married, who I've met, I've been in their home, hmm. who gave me a, a vinyl record of his uncles. Like, this guy was like, I love you, and he's just so kind, but now you're going to house my, my escapee husband? Yeah, so do you think that he told him, like, everything that's going on? No, I, I don't think he tells... I don't think that... Or he's just like, yeah, come in. Like, you could stay here. It's fine. I'm sure that, like, it was a... He was aware that, like, he was running away again. But, like, I'm not sure that he ever told anybody the full story, you know? Maybe, but I don't know. Um, so I could see that he is in Las Vegas at this person's house. And then... He's messaging me like everything's normal. So I'm kind of playing that game back to him. Like, I'm acting like I don't care. And I truthfully was busy doing the estate sale. At some point, obviously, it's our stuff, some of it. So I had to, like, tell him. Like, I had to ask him. I was like, listen, I'm telling you I'm not asking you, but I'm going to, like, sell our stuff. And I'm going to get money, and we're going to break the lease. Because we need to, like, be in a different place. And he was like, oh, that's all it took? And I, I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? I'm no, like, what? I'm like, I, I just kept ignoring, like, his little digs. And I was like, okay, so do you want to keep your couch? How much do you want for these pictures? Yeah. What clothes do you want me to sell? Like, I was asking him, like, I'll do it. It's keeping me busy. I'm like, oh, by the way, I'm not working. I'm getting paid, but I'm not working because I have such bad anxiety because you're an asshole. Because of you, yeah. And, um... 
he kind of like goes dark for a little bit. I think it was like two or three days I didn't hear from him. And that was rough. There was, you know, that was another one of those times where I was like, oh my God, just laying in my bed. I'm like, why? Now I'm selling all my stuff. And I'm like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And I sell all of my shit. And then like, he's just not going to come back. And then I, I have nothing. Okay, and so so were you planning on like selling your stuff to like move, to like leave the house or just like because you needed money or whatever? So... Like, what what was going through your head at this point? So, we don't have any money. And we... So, what are are the facts? We don't have any money. We don't like being in this this apartment. And the whole time we're together, we're always, like, looking at different places. Like, where do we want to live when we're married and we have a home? And there was a few places that we had always talked about like hey the houses are really really like big and cheap here and like it's a good state like so we would always look at like Tennessee mm-hmm. we lived there. he re- he really liked Kentucky because we drove through it one time and I was like that's wild like Kentucky hmm. um he wanted to, to try California and it's so expensive I was there. like what the fuck like we can't live in Phoenix there's no fucking way that we can live in California so yeah. the the goal really was to like make as much money as possible, break the lease, anything else that we had left that was furniture wise, we'd put in a storage unit in Phoenix, and then when he got back, whenever that was, because I, he would not give me a definitive date, he would be like, you know, in a in a couple days or so, or you know maybe this weekend, but yeah. never a concrete date, and. So whenever he got back, then the plan was, okay, we're going to get in the car. We're going to get in the car, and we're going to go and test out by staying. We're going to stay in the Airbnbs for two weeks in the locations that we want to try because I'm not buying or renting a fucking lease or a house or anything. Like, I, one, I couldn't with my credit, but, like, yeah, it, I thought that that was being logical and also, like, not making him feel, like, I'm giving him options, like, what what place do you want to go to next? Yeah. You pick. Because, again, right, like, all these times he says that I hijack all of his plans. I don't. I always give him an option. Yeah. And he always answers me. And, but then he forgets that he picked the things, you know? So that was the goal. Make money so that we can put shit in storage and get out of here and kind of go Airbnb around because I'm going to be on short-term disability for the next three months. Yeah. And so I'm getting paid and I can heal and this this seems like a road trip would be good and let's let's try and find happiness, right? Like, yeah. Like, kind of funny, like, let's find Zion, like, the Mormon thing, but kind of, it's weird. So he goes, like, dark for a few days and I think that he went on TikTok and he, did, he was on TikTok Live, okay? And where he's at, he's like he's definitely at a hotel, for sure. And he's standing on a balcony. And I can see in the reflection of the glass of the door of the balcony, the ocean. Hmm. And I'm like, you're really on a vacation? Like, you're like... Yeah, he's you're, definitely you're, not in Vegas. You're by... The ocean. Yeah. You know, he was in Hawaii. <gasps> what? Yeah. Hawaii sugar daddy. So he just jumped from one place to the next. Yeah. 
And so, I'm, so how long has he been gone now? So he's mm, in Hawaii, so how long like, has it been? It's probably been like eight or nine days. So I'm legit, like, on hit, like, watching him on TikTok Live. And you know, when someone joins TikTok Live that you're, yeah, you follow, it says, you know, like, Amanda joined. Yeah. Right? So he can see that. And I fucking said something in the TikTok Live chat, and I was like, tell me you're not in Hawaii right now. And he, and I screenshot it so that it had proof, of course. Yeah. And then he signs off. And... He texts me, and I'm like, I think he said, like, yeah. And I go, yeah, you're in Hawaii? Or yeah to, like, the last seven messages that have gone unanswered. Like, I don't know what, like, speakies your words, you fucking adult. And he's like, well, yeah, I just, like, needed to get away. Bro. You're like, you already did. I need to get away. Yeah. I need a vacation. You want to be alone, you should have sent me somewhere because I'm ready to fucking drive into oncoming traffic. But, you know, you get to do all these horrible things and then get to go bask on a beach. Yeah. Why do you get the gratification? Yeah, like, I I don't know. It's just really... And, and throughout our whole relationship, every single time something like this happens with the Hawaii sugar daddy, I'm hating that man more and more and more. And I always was well, like, yeah. you need to cut off communication with that person because that person literally wants you to be in their life and wants me out of it. Because when I'm in your life, there are times when he won't talk to him because he's listening to me or like being respectful, you know? And you, you've like talked about this before. Yeah. That you want him to stop all communication with him. 100%. Yeah. Because I just, I, I, the protective part of me felt like it was predatorial that, like, he was dangling money always in front of his face and, like, making him jump and Dick would be, like, how high, like, yeah. all the time. And it made mm-hmm. me, like, kind of, like, embarrassed for him. Like, you think that you're, like, an alpha, but really, like, you're a sub. Like, you're a sub. You will do what anybody else, like, tells you to do as long as there's money involved. Yeah, he's motivated by money. Yeah, or nice things. Like, so maybe he's not getting money going to Hawaii, but he gets to stay in a five-star resort on a beach and post it like he like it's his personal wealth. Yeah. So, like, the status stuff. Um. I was like, this is so fucked up, and, I, like, you know, I've never been to... I've never been to Hawaii, and I always wanted to go. And I always thought, like, it, why if... This guy would pay for you to go to Hawaii and pay for a room. Why then we together as a married couple couldn't just pay for one ticket for me if you're covered and we got to stay covered. Why couldn't you just pay for one ticket for me to go and so we could enjoy that together? Yeah. Well, the answer obviously is he wasn't staying in the room alone now. Mm-hmm. We know. Okay. But I, he just like... He had me the most fucked up, dude. I was like... Because I'm... It's fucking sweat. I'm sweating. It's 120. I'm carrying heavy shit out there. There's strangers now coming to my house being like, I want your... I want that table. And like lowballing me. And like just mm-hmm. I... At some point I was like, this is a fucking mistake for doing... Yeah. You know, like it was very stressful. But then there was also like really nice women coming in and being like... They could tell I was stressed and distressed. Like I met like two like, friends that I am still friends with today, that they met me, and they were like, are you okay? Because you seem like something's wrong. And I'm wearing my wedding ring, 
And they're like, where's your husband? And I was, and then I like would break down crying. Yeah. And like these people who are strangers buying my shit were consoling me. Like, and they're like, listen, if you're not okay, like if you need help, like just say it. Here's my, they would give me their phone number. Like, here's my number. Call me if you need anything. I'm down the road. I'm like, okay. So I express. I'll I'll keep that. Yeah. I I will. I'll keep the number. Yeah. And I actually, the last time I was in Arizona, I was super excited to actually like meet up with those people because now they've seen at the full cycle of things you know like they saw him gone they now yeah. they know where we're at mm-hmm. um he sends me a text and he's like you are my best friend amanda lynette i'm so sorry for all of the hurt that i've caused you bull and i'm like that's a nice those are nice words but, like, I'm kind of numb, too, at this point. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of just so busy doing the stuff at the house. And truthfully thinking, like, if he doesn't come back, well, at least I did this and now I will have some money. Even mm-hmm. though it makes me yeah. really terribly sad because I'm very nostalgic and I like to keep, like, things, like, sentimental stuff. Like, yeah. I'm getting rid of it. But it, it's okay because I'm going to... Either way, I'm going to be able to know what direction I can go in and have the ability to do it. So maybe like a, I was laying in bed, <laughs> like, so if I'm laying in bed and I'm not, my mind is not actively doing something like with, for the estate sale or working, which I wasn't, my brain was going crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, how could it be that I haven't heard from him in six hours? And then I would go and I'd look at like the AT&T bill and the whole time that he's been in Hawaii, he's been having like 60, 90, 120 minute calls with the same girl that I caught him on the phone with when I was in Alabama. I had messaged her and I had said, are you fucking my husband? Like, tell me. Yeah. She was like, no. Okay. Then what are you doing? Why are you talking to him? Yeah. I was getting so frustrated and like, mind you, his story to me about her is that they're just friends. They've never met. Like, she had something terrible happen to her, and he's just being a good friend. And, again, you will hear her story very soon. Um, but it didn't make sense to me. The 120-minute calls are, like, that's intense. Yeah. You're talking about a lot of, like, deep shit, and you're away from me. So what are you saying? Yeah. And... So it was always difficult for me to understand, like, how I'm supposed to confront him about this. Because if I confront him about it, there's a chance that he's not going to come back. And he's like, you're fucking stalking me and blah, blah, blah. And truthfully, like, I, I was in, like, a kamikaze give no fucks mode because I was just so hurt. And I was so tired of the up and down every day. It was just so exhausting. Like, yeah. there's happiness, then there's fucking turmoil, whatever. So I actually FaceTimed him, and this was the first time that I would literally see his face, like, in, like live mm-hmm. in 10 days. And he picks up, and he's, like, in the lobby of some Marriott in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hi, how are you? <laughs> You're like, how do you think I am? What I'm the like, hell? I'm like, anyways, so... I'm just wondering what what the fucking plan is. Like, when are you going to be home? I need a date. 
Yeah. I would like a time, but, like, I need a date. And also, are you still talking to that girl? And also, you know I'm selling everything in our home. So, like, if you're not back by said date that you're going to give me... Mm-hmm. You'll come home and there'll be nothing here. You won't, there will be no wife. There will be no dogs. There will be none of your things. Everything will be gone. So what's the date? And he started to like talk about feelings, which is something that he didn't do a lot. Like he was like, I don't know why, like maybe because I'm being like masculine and now he's like, oh. Yeah. I feel free and safe to open up. Who knows? But he starts talking about his feelings. And he starts saying, like, you know, I was thinking today while I was journaling on the beach. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, he's like, I was journaling on the beach. And I think that a lot of, like, my reservations about us as a couple stem from the fact that, like, how you look. And I'm like, but you tell me that I'm the most beautiful person that you've ever seen. And that, like, you, I, I've i lost 50 pounds. Like, 50 pounds. Like, that's pretty fucking good for, yeah. like, not, you know. And he's like, yeah. And, like, so I was just thinking, it's like, you know, I could make money, like, really fast. Like, if I want, you know, to have somebody who's my partner that has, like, a perfect body, like, I'll just get you a BBL. And he's, like, and also, like, I'll, you know, like, I, since you've lost weight, like, you've lost your boobs. So, like, I can get you, a, he's, like, I can get you a boob job. Oh, my God. He's, like, you have Invisalign, and when those are done, I can get you uh, veneers. So he's, like, literally taking me and, like, picking me apart and being, like, I don't like these parts of you, but... It's okay. I'm going to change them. Oh, my God. Dude, when I tell you that, like, you don't know how you're going to act, like, when someone says, like, your biggest insecurity to you, it's fucking insane. It's almost like one of those moments where, like, you know how girls are always like, oh, well, if, if I ever get, like, sexually assaulted, like... I'll just pretend like I like it so that it stops because then they don't they don't want that, yeah. right? Yeah. It was one of those moments for me. I felt like I was being, like, assaulted. And I was like, okay. Do you want me to get a BBL? Okay. Okay, so what is a BBL? They, it's, like, liposuction. They they liposuction, like, your, your core, your flanks, your thighs, anywhere that there's excess fat, and then they take that fat and then they put it in your ass. So you have, like... Think of the people with BBLs are like Kim, Kim Kardashian body, like Kylie bodies, like that. So he, like, basically told you that you're, like, too big. Yeah. Still. After 50 pounds. Yeah. 53 pounds of weight loss. And, yeah. he, and he didn't like it. Right. And that my boobs were, like... And he like, was just going to change it. That my boobs were, like, deflated. And he was, like, what? he was, like, it's not your fault. He's, like, but I just needed to recognize that, like, there are solutions to these problems. Yeah. And so, oh so I'm literally just like, I could not believe that he said that. And I was like, okay. You're like, who are you? Okay. Literally. He's like, what? He's like, you know, we should look up doctors in like Tijuana or like whatever. 
And I was like, okay. Like, I, I'm just saying, just, like, I'm so fucking hurt. Like, yeah. I'm so fucking hurt because yeah. I'm sitting here doing all of this shit, preparing it for us to be able to, like, packing up a whole house, getting rid of shit, making money. I made, like, $10,000 in three days. Like, I'm, like, doing the most, and I'm alone, and I want to fucking not be here anymore. Like, I, I'm I'm just trying to be the most strong. And then, like, like that's what you say. And he followed it up with, like, okay, I love you. We're going to stay together. He's like, you know, final decision. I want to give you everything. And, you know, that girl, I will stop talking to her. Okay, when are you going to be home? He's like, I'll probably be home, um, you know, like this week. So maybe that was a Wednesday. So to me, this week was like through Sunday, but like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. So that's what he says. That's his final decision. I'd rather give you, like, I'd rather give you everything than start over with somebody new and, and whatever. So now that he said that, the communication, like, well, actually, I think now that I think about it, I think I have a text that I sent him that, because remember, I'm, I'm being like this yes woman. I'm like, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually sent him a message that really was like, kind of, fuck you. Let's see, when was that? So that was 2022. Mm-hmm. Isn't that just absolutely crazy that somebody could be so cruel? Yes, actually. And, like, just literally gives zero fucks. It's just, like, I wouldn't treat, like, my worst enemy. Like, no, this is literally, like, torture. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's, like, a good way to put it, but, like, he is really, like, fucking with your head. It's, like, insane. Yeah. So... This message is the message that, like, I sent him because, so this is, so this is what Dick does is, like, he, he's talking about, oh, the BBL and the boob job and whatever. Yeah. And now we're going to stay together. That's, he said it. That was his choice. He's like, mm-hmm. I love you. I'm staying with you. I, I choose you. Okay. So, so does he only want to choose you if you do those things? I don't like, know. How do you feel? I'm not exactly sure, but I definitely felt like that. Yeah. Because you just confirmed all of my most, like, deep insecurities. Yeah. Like, um, and so... He starts, like, in this, like, manic state, like, looking up, like, how much surgeries cost. And, like, you know, this place does it for this much. And this place does it for this much. And he's, like, he's, like, you can get a consultation for $500 on on September 3rd, which is in, like, four days. And I, like, I don't know how many days. It was, like, a few days. And I was, like, what the fuck? Like, so I texted him and I was, like, you know what? I actually can't. If you want to pay for me to be the perfect Barbie that you want. I'll, I'll do it if you want to hold that $500 appointment. Like, but I need something from you. This isn't just your life. This is mine. This is ours. I love myself. I love everything about who I am as a human, as a friend, and as a wife. If that isn't enough for you to stay with me, then I need to be strong and be true to who I am. I know I'm the best you will ever find. No one will treat you and put you on a pedestal like I do. 
I'm going to pick me for once in our relationship and not put myself further in debt. I'm making things positive in my life because I wanted that for our life. You said it yourself. You make more money than me. If you want my body to be different and not wait for it to continue to get better like it has been, then you can help me. No one ever picks me. You did. And maybe it was time maybe it was time to make yourself feel good or to prove something to yourself, but I can't permanently change my body if you can't tell me if you're going to stay loyal and my husband or at the very least try to work things out with me one last time. I love you, Dick, the absolute most. But if you can't give me anything, I can't do this anymore and you're free. My love for you knows no boundaries. But while you're in Hawaii living your best life and I'm here beating myself up, applying for personal loans to change my appearance and get us the fuck out of this place, also contemplating my existence, it dawned on me that if I love something, I have to let it go. I love you, but I love me too. And I hope that one day you'll realize how wonderful of a life we could have had. You're a winner. But you quit on this far too soon. I hope you can take some time to think while you're in paradise. And so that kind of like sparked, he called, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Dude, stop saying sorry. Like I just, I can't, why is it always that you can just literally just like break me down and like degrade me and then all it takes is a sorry when, why can't you have like four, four thoughts? Think about it before you do it. Yeah. Okay, so, like, my question is, why would you even think about doing that stuff to please him? Like, I know he's your husband, but, like... Yeah. He he doesn't... I would Like, say he's not showing that he cares about you or that he loves you. Like, yeah, he's telling you, but actions are louder than words, and his actions are pretty clear. So... I guess that, like, I always, I, I, I did want a boob job. Like, it's, I, I did want that. And, like, well, BBL would scare the shit out of me. It certainly would make my body, like, super perfect really fast. You didn't get it, did you? No, I didn't get it. I know, just I look check. good, don't I? Yeah. And you're like, ha-ha, wow. You, yeah, but you I, guys, was, I was that? just checking. She asked if I got a BBL. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, I didn't get any plastic surgery. Good. And I think that the only reason that I agreed to it, if it was something that he would pay for, was because I low-key wanted it, too. But it yeah. still doesn't, like, I don't know. Like, that doesn't feel good to have your husband be like, yeah, you should do that. Yeah, you need to change Yeah, normally work. you have to, like, beg your partner to let you do that. And they're like, don't change it. I love you for mm-hmm. you. And it's, like, the opposite. So that's really why I would agree to something like that. But... Like, yeah, in that moment, I was like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, no, I'm yeah. good. Um, he started being a lot, like, nicer, of course, um, after that text message. And I started, he started just, like, being, like, normal dick and, like, texting me all day. And it, he was sending me, like, screenshots. He was gambling with this site, like, Bet Online, And he was playing, like, blackjack. And he is playing, like, slots. And this is kind of, like, where Bet Online, which becomes a huge fucking issue later, like, really surfaces. And this is, like, the fucking catapult reason to why our, like, life just diminished. So he's 
in Hawaii and he's just, maybe he puts $500 into bed online and he's playing the slot machine and the slot machine hits for like 2000 5000 something like that. Mm-hmm. So he sends me a screenshot. He's like, oh fuck, look. And when he's in this oh fuck look and he's sharing with me, that's like the highest point for him because yeah. he's like, look what I did. See, I was right. It was going to pan out. Like, this is panning out. Also, concurrently, like, saving the day. Like, now, hey, wherever now we go, we'll we can, fine. we'll be fine. Yeah. Like, so he sends me the first one. And I'm like, is that real money? Because I don't know, like, the site. And so I'm like, is that real money? And he's like, well, yeah, I could withdraw it at any time. Okay? Withdraw it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Take it out right now. And then I get, like, another screenshot. And it was, like, the same slot machine hit and now he has, like, $15,000. And I'm like, Dick, take it out. And he wouldn't respond back. And then I'm, like, so nervous because this is kind of, like, a thing. When he doesn't respond, he's either, like, winning or wasting. Yeah. And um, then I get another one. And he's like, babe, this is fucking insane. Oh, my God. I'm, like, on a roll. Like, holy shit. So nice calling like, you, babe. Yeah, now there's terms of endearment. Mm. Uh, he had, like, $30,000. And Damn. so, like, then he was like, I'm coming home. And I'm like, okay. He's like, I have a flight tonight. Okay. So, I'm like, you're, you have, so he drove to Las Vegas, okay? So, like, his car's in Las Vegas. So, I'm like, you, you're flying to Vegas and then you're going to drive home like and like that doesn't make any really any sense but like so stay in Vegas and then come home in the morning I was like yeah 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 so I'm like what time's your flight he's telling me he's on his way to the airport or whatever mm-hmm. um and so I was like okay like text me when you take off and text me when you land and like we'll keep in touch I'm like hey good job for winning that money good job that's a big deal like giving him like I, I don't know. To fuel his ego. Fuel his ego, but also, like, don't fucking lose it. Yeah. You know? Like, I, like, always kind of be like, good job. You re- you really saved the day. Mm-hmm. You know? Total ego boosting. Yeah. And so he's like, he's like, yeah, I know. I fixed it. Like, all, like, proud, like a child. And I'm like, okay. So, um, he's supposed to be getting on a plane. But my texts are still going through. And I'm, like, looking at the flight because, like, this is... I have to double-check everything he says. Yeah. So like, yeah, your flight leaves at this time and it's going to, uh, you know, Las Vegas. Okay, I'm looking. The flight took off. It's still... My texts are still going through blue. And they never, ever went through green. My... He doesn't have his red receipts on anymore. Like, I can't see his location. And I'm like, hello? Hello? And he's, like, ignoring me, trying to make me believe that he's on the airplane. Yeah. So, part of me was like, I don't think he's on the airplane. I just, I don't think he's on the airplane. Like, this is fucking wild if he isn't, but, like, how can I figure out if he's on the airplane? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, he's staying at a Marriott. Hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm, no. like, I'm like, I used to work for Marriott. I know a couple people who got me over there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not going to share it who, how, what I asked, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, but I confirmed that his reservation was extended another day. So he wasn't on the plane. It wasn't on the plane. And I was like, you told me you're coming back. This is just as bad as leaving without telling me. This is worse, I think. Like, what? 
Like now you got now you got forty thousand dollars and you're just like gallivant like you're extending your stay like yeah. he didn't extend it the sugar daddy extended but still yeah. I'm like you got me so fucked up and I'm like why didn't I just say flat out because now I'm like what do I do like I can't keep brushing like beating around the bushes like why did you stay you stayed didn't you don't yeah. fucking lie like I know you stayed and he's like I'm just having like a really hard time you know just like. I don't know, like, I want to come back, but part of me inside just feels like I shouldn't. And I'm like, you should have thought about that before you said, like, I choose you. Final decision. Yeah. What is a final decision if it's not a fucking final decision? Like, like what What does he keep, like, why does he keep lying about everything? I just don't, like, just tell you straight up. Because I think that if he told me the actual truth, that I would leave. And then he wouldn't have me as an option to fall back on. But also, like, all this stuff has happened, and you're still there. I know. I I truthfully. Like I just if I he just if don't he would have told if he would have told me the truth and he would have been like, I don't want to be together. And that is for sure. Also, I don't love you. Like, there was never a time where he said, I don't want to be together. And that didn't follow with, but I love you, though. Like, I'm yeah. a, like, you know, so how do you take that? Like, what? It, how would you take that if somebody said that to you, truthfully? Confused. Very. I just, like... Because you're like, well, where the fuck are you at, then? I, like I said, I just think that he wanted to have all options available to him at all times. Because clearly he's exploring new relationships with other women while having me at home, like, trying to, like, put out a fire with a fucking squirt bottle. Yeah. And, like, have it on vacation in paradise. It's like, he, he did have everything. Yeah. He had everything that he wanted, and so if he made, like, a justified decision and was like, Amanda, like, that's who I choose, well, maybe mentally to him that meant, like, he wouldn't get the paradise and he wouldn't get the other options, which Mm -hmm. that's how a normal, like, good. That's what you're supposed to do. But I don't think he could ever make that choice. Like, he could Mm -hmm. never just choose me. That's truthful. Yeah. So, um... Okay, wait. Yeah. Another question. So... He, do you think he kept doing, like, part of the reason he kept doing all this stuff is because he knew that, like, you weren't going anywhere. Like, after all this, you're still there, you know what I mean? Like, you're still married, you're still like, okay, like, you can come home, like, I want you home, you know, whatever. Super valid point. We teach people how to treat us. So... Yeah. After he disrespected me the first time, whatever that was, like, probably the listeners know, like, but I can't even remember what the mm-hmm. first time was. It was so four episodes ago. Yeah, it was like, yeah, fine. Four <laughs> whole life episodes. Um, when I didn't leave then, and I just, he was like, oh, okay, I can do that. I can do that. I can disrespect her. Mm-hmm. When he abandoned me and ran away, and then... I chased after him. He's like, she's always going to chase after me. When I let him come back into the house after he was gone, he's like, I can always come back. Yeah. So you know what I mean? It's like, it's learned associations. And 
I, I was aware of that. Like I was aware and that bothered me because it's like, I didn't know how else to be like truthfully. And I say this in like, when I'm talking to people, not on, on the mic, telling this story and like, this is, this literally is my life. I'm the main character in the story. Like maybe I'm like, actually I'm not the main character. I'm like the, the supporting actress to, to Dick, truthfully. <laughs> uh, but I don't even feel like I'm talking about myself. Like it's fucking the most bizarre Twilight Zone thing ever because I can like maybe dig deep and kind of remember the mental space I was in and how everything felt so hopeless and never was going my way and I just didn't understand but I just have to like give myself like grace and forgiveness and be like dude you were like I don't I don't ever want to be a victim but like I was yeah I was fucking abused you were I was like torture abused mentally and emotionally for for a very long time and after a certain amount of time like that breaks you and so the decisions that I were I was making at this time and everything that follows, um, you know, up until like the end of July this year, really were like irrational, not thought through, just going on survival mode decisions. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, and I also think too that when we got married. It was a very big deal to me because, you know, I was married before. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and you know, I believe in marriage. Like, I do. And I, I wasn't a cheater. I was like, okay, this is the grown-up marriage that I am going to have. The yeah. last one I was like, high school, okay, whatever. This is the grown-up marriage I'm going to have. And sometimes, someone told me, like, in marriage you have seasons. And sometimes the seasons are bad. But then they lead to other good seasons. And so people um, people are telling me these things, like, full, not fully knowing all the details, of course. Yeah. But I'm taking bits and pieces from the advice that people are giving me or from things that I'm reading or, you know, conversations, podcasts that I'm listening to. And I'm like, I need to be strong when he can't be. I need to be strong. Yeah. And I felt it was so crazy to feel like I had to be strong when literally... I couldn't fucking, like, stand up straight myself. Like, I couldn't eat. Yeah. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. I'm emotionally fucking empty. Like, but I kept going because I'm like, I have to be strong. I'm not going to give up. Yeah. And he kept giving up. So I'm like, no. He gave up, like, every damn time. Yeah. So that's the, um, that's the answer to that. I mean, does that make sense? Yeah, because I was also going to ask why you kept staying, but you kind of answered it already. So. Yeah. Um, and, like, when, when you're in that moment, I feel like you don't really know what you're going to do. Tr- I honestly never believed, like, oh, yeah, like, you don't know until you're presented with it, like, that whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. dude, you really don't. You will yeah. put fucking, you will set boundaries and be like, if he cheats, I'm fucking leaving. I would never, and you would you never be with someone who cheats. And then you're presented with it, and you're like, you have this, like, existential crisis where you're like, I've told everybody that if he does this, that I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. But now I don't want to leave. Yeah. Like, it's it's just wild. And I, I, I truthfully hope that there's people that listen to this and they're in these moments of, like, 
I don't know. It's like a twilight zone moment. You're like in like purgatory of your uh, personality and self-esteem. Okay, well, if you're in this moment, anyone listening, <clears throat> leave. Yeah, leave. Leave. Stop trying to fix it. You can't fix what you didn't break, <laughs> and it's not worth it. And don't, like, think about things like, oh, like, cracks, that's where the light gets in. Like, Don't fucking, think about the what-ifs. Yeah. Stop basing what you do off of the memes and, and shit you see on the internet that tells you to be strong and that, like, everything will, will pay off because... Before anything pays off, you'll fucking, like, lose yourself. Right. That's, like, based off the knowledge yeah. of what you already know and what has already happened. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, where are we? Oh, he extended, he extended this day. He said that he was going to come back home the next day, that he had just moved his flight or whatever. But again, that he's scared to come back because he doesn't want to feel like depressed and sad again. And he just wants to make sure that we get it right. And so our plan was, was that he would come home and we would pack up the stuff that we wanted to take with us in the vehicle, in the Jeep and in his, his car with the dogs. And then we'd put our stuff that we wanted to keep but couldn't bring into a storage unit and then anything else I just called like Catholic charities and was like you can come and get it like for the residents or whatever yeah and so we're going to be doing this road trip to figure out where we want to live for the next you know few months so that we can make it seemed like justifiable to say like we're not going to make irrational decisions anymore and sign leases in places we don't know if we like in fact we're going to do the opposite. We're going to test things out before we make commitments. And so it felt like we were making logical choices by doing that. We were going to go to Nashville. We were going to visit my girlfriend down in Alabama. We we're going to stop and see family in Chicago. And then I really love Lake Geneva and he had never been there before. And I was like, I feel like that'd be a really cool place to like in the fall time, like get an Airbnb because yeah. it's a vibe. So he comes home. And I'm, like, packing up our entire house. And when he walked through the door, like, he definitely, like, like embraced me and was like, I'm so sorry, and that was a mistake, and I'm excited about our adventure, and I feel really good about what we're going to do. And he's like, but I still need to work. And, like, what does that mean? He That means he needs to be on cam. And I'm like, you're really getting, like, I'm not saying that, like, Okay, no, I was saying. He he had $40,000 that he had won, mm -hmm. right? Instead of maybe not being live on Chatterbait, begging for fucking tokens for, like, wasting your time, yeah. you could put those big, beautiful muscles to work and help me pack. But no. He sat on the couch with the fucking computer faced at him with his shirt off, played Call of Duty while I packed up the whole house. And he's concurrently also on his phone. And I'm like... So he just sat there the whole time. He just sat there. And I'm like, can you help? And he's like, I don't want to pack. He's like, just he's like, just leave it. And I'm like, what? I'm not leaving. It's my stuff, you know? Like, yeah. I have, like, my kitchen shit. I'm like, dude, so what do you want me to do? I'll pack it. I'm going to put it here. Then in the morning, you're going to, like, you're going to help me in the morning? Or, like, when are you going to help me? Yeah. Because I've been doing this for, like, 10 days straight by myself. You're here. Thank God I have a second hand. And now you're not going to help. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is stressful. I'm like, we, like, what the fuck? And he's literally the one that <coughs> has said, like, 
I don't want to go back, like, I don't want to come here, I don't want to stay here, all this bad energy, but then he won't let you, like, he won't help you pack to get the fuck out. Exactly. What? She's five minutes away from home. Granny? Yeah. Oh. That's so fun. <laughs> I think that she listens with Auntie Jane. You know oh, that? I'm sure. I think, I, I hope that Uncle Bernard doesn't listen I'll cut that part out. I was gonna say yeah, that. I'm not, so yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, so oh, he's he's camming. He's playing Call of Duty or not Call of Duty. Fuck, he's not he's not a Call of Duty prodigy. He's a Halo prodigy. Um, and I can tell Yo, he plays Halo. He plays Halo, dude. I'm sorry. That's like, not even like a good game. I don't. Anyone who's listening, fuck you if you play Halo. That game I sucks. think there's like I like the music at the beginning, like the monk like humming kind of thing. Uh, like that is fun. I also yeah. think that like the noises that the guns make are fucking cool. Mm. But Well, you, have you ever played COD? Yeah, I love Call of Duty. Oh. Yeah. Like Call I'm like Duty. Call of Duty. Um <laughs> Did you see my face? Call of Duty. So he's playing Halo. And he's camming, and, like, I mean, I don't... It, it's not like he's camming and making a $1,000 a minute, which I'd be like, yeah, baby, fucking jerk that. Like, no. I know, you're like, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your cousin. No, I know. No, it's fine. I'm gonna baby, remember? Yeah, I know, that's true. <laughs> it was. It is weird that I had literally held you in my arms. You were, like, the size of my forearm. The now cute, I'm here. The cutest baby of all time. I don't, you know. I know, I know. I'm not going to make any rash statements because I know that all of my other cousins are listening. But, but like, I was the cutest. But, like, I was with you the most, so. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Riley was the cutest baby. Yeah. Just saying. And also. You, you have pictures of me in the cabinet. I don't see anyone else. Just saying. I mean, the two other girls are. No, they're all in there. No. You, you didn't open the right cabinet. <laughs> All of a sudden, like, <laughs> Auntie Tina, what the fuck? Like, you don't have pictures. You don't have pictures. <laughs> um, so he's doing that. He's also on his phone, and because I am so like accustomed to his, I'm overly aware, hypersensitive to like his demeanor when he's gambling. I can tell he's on his phone gambling, but he swears that he's not touching the forty thousand. Like he's like, no, like okay. I'm not. So his demeanor just completely changes and it's like his face went from kind of like carefree, just not really paying attention to more so like flat affect, like not really any emotion in his face and his face is getting red. And this is like a common theme with him that like if his face gets red and he's been on his phone like perpetually, I know for certain that he's lost money. Yeah. So you just don't know how much. Yeah, but like he was, he told me that he wasn't touching the forty k, right? Because he saved the day. He was mm -hmm. like, "I fixed it." Yeah. Okay. He's all better now. He's all better. Yeah, everything is good. Our life is back to normal. Um, so I'm like, "What's up? What's going on? Everything okay?" And he's like, "Um, yeah, I think he said something like I have to go for a walk," and I was like, "No, no, 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 no." Let me see the phone. Let me see the account. 
And he's like, no. And I was like, let me see the fucking account. Yeah. And he, like, takes his phone and he, like, sets it right there. And the account says zero. So he legitimately lost $40,000 sitting next, like, sitting in the same, he's in the same room as me. I'm packing the whole kitchen. The living room is attached to the kitchen. And he's sitting on the fucking couch. Yeah, and camming and playing Call of Duty. He's, like, doing three things at one. He lost $40,000. That's and crazy. I, like, legit lose my shit. Like. Well, yeah, it's about damn time. I lost my shit. And, like, I grab, like, the he has a, like, a desktop Mac. Mm-hmm. It's big. And I grab the monitor and I fucking go to pick it up and just fucking, like, I was going to break it. Yeah. Because one, like, it mean it's everything. It's what he takes when he leaves. It's the camming. It's the where all. desktop thing? Yeah. It's where all of the sugar daddies live to me. Like, that computer is, like, the epitome. If he didn't have, like, I was like, if he didn't ever had a computer, he could never do this, you yeah. know? And um, I, I take the computer and I lift it above my head like I'm going to throw it down. And he comes up and he like grabs it out of my hand, okay? And he's like, you know what? I fucking told you, you're fucking unlucky. I what? I win $40,000 and I'm away from you? You think it's a it's a coincidence that when I get right back in your presence that I just lose all the money that I, I won when I wasn't around you? And I'm like, you're insane. You're insane. Yeah. You did that. Your fingers did that. I'm here like, doing shit for us. Why did you keep going? Why did you keep going? Well, I mean, that's a perpetual gambler, but like, yeah. I don't understand that because I'm not. Yeah. And like, fuck you for like putting us in this situation. And um, he's like, this is all because of you and your unluckiness. And I, he's, he has the computer like under his arm and he's legitimately now walking to the door. Like he's like leaving again. Yeah. And I grabbed the cord from the back of the computer and I fucking ripped it so hard that the computer like fell out of his hands and onto the floor. And I, when I pulled like the the pulling motion of the cord, I accidentally like hit my hand on the side of the counter and it really fucking hurt. Like I was like, oh shit, that's one of those things where like you're trying to be fucking, you're trying to make a point and you just hurt yourself, you stupid idiot. But I'm, I'm furious and I'm holding my hand and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I have done everything myself. And now you're just going to leave? Yeah. I'm like, no. I'm like, no. Like, I'm like, he, I probably look fucking crazy, seriously, to him. Because I was like, come over here. And so he's like making sure his, his precious computer isn't broken and he puts it on the counter. Mm-hmm. And so like, I like corner him in the kitchen. <laughs> And I was like, I need to, you to, like, listen to me. Like, very, very clear. I'm like, if you think that you're going to leave me here, again, after all of this, let me just tell you what's going to happen for certain. I am going to tell everybody everything that you've done to me and to other people. I'm going to literally ruin you. I said, you trusted me with not everything because he left out a lot of stuff. I'm like, you trusted me with a lot. I know names. I know addresses. I know employers. Like I know a lot 
And so let me tell you right now, if you walk out of that fucking door, I will make a fucking podcast about you. I swear to God. And I told him that. Mm -hmm. Like, dead ass, look him in the face. I'm like, think about it, dick. Like, just think about what decision you're making right now. Because, again, I have everything I need. And I'm ready to go. And I'll fucking ruin you. Yes, I did that. I finally stood up to that motherfucker. And you should have been there for his reaction. It was epic and full of man tears. Needless to say, it was only a temporary exchange of power. But luckily for y'all, I am a woman of integrity. I never forgot that moment. I keep my word. Always. Next week, in episode 7, you will join me on our cross-country road trip. With lots of new information emerging, my investigative spidey senses kick into overdrive. Ultimatum becomes my new middle name. Thanks again for listening, subscribing, following, sharing, and interacting so much. Y'all continue to amaze and inspire me daily. Your support really, truly gives me all the motivation to continue putting out this crazy, hilariously devastating story week after week. One last thing. Reviews. Reviews are what drives the growth, baby. So if you haven't yet, could you please do me a favor and submit a review wherever you listen? with a short comment attached regarding your experience with this podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Amanda Arnier, and thanks for listening to The Dichotomy Diaries.